morning. You're listening to Real Life, Real People Radio. Good morning. I hope you are having a great start to your day. And happy Father's Day. All of you who are fathers, happy Father's Day to you. Oh, what a great joy you have being a father. I just am so thankful for my father, who is a wonderful father, who always has been and continues today, each and every day. Just love you so much. Dad, And then I also want to shout out to my husband. Thank you for the father that you are. Love you so much. And we just want to thank all of you who are listening. If you're listening today, thank you for tuning in to Real Life, Real People Radio. We have begun a new month in June. We're actually in the middle of it, but a new series of just talking to people who have come in to share their heart about their ministries and about what God is showing them and just telling their stories. And so today I have a very special guest. Her name is Pam Bernard, and I will introduce her in a moment. And she's going to share a little bit about what God has placed on her heart right now. But before we start, I want to invite you to sit back, relax, grab your favorite cup of coffee, grab hold of your Bibles, but most importantly, grab hold of Jesus, and He will bring the Bible to life for you. Let me lead us in a word of prayer, and we'll get started. Dear Heavenly Father, we just thank you for today. We thank you for what you're doing in each of our lives. Lord, we thank you that we know you are a good, good Father. And we thank you that you wrap your arms around us. We know that you love us. And we thank you for your unfailing love, your steadfast love. And Lord, we just want to praise you for who you are and what you're doing. And Lord, we just know that there are times that we will need to wait on you. And so, Lord, we will wait on you. And in your word, we will hope and we will continue being patient And know that you will work all things out in your timing. And all we need to do is just be still and keep seeking you, Lord, for everything. So, Lord, we thank you for this opportunity to come and just listen to what you have to share with us and what Pam is going to share with us through her life and the promises that you have shown her. So, Lord, thank you. Thank you so much. We love you and we praise you. In Jesus' name we pray. Well, I'm happy to introduce my friend Pam Bernard, and she has lived in this area quite a while, and I wanted to talk to her about some things that the Lord has put on her heart. So welcome. How are you this morning? Hey, Jill. I'm doing good. Good, good. It's so good to see you, and I just thank you for for coming in, and especially today on this Father's Day. And do you have your father here living? Is he still... No, Jill, mm-hmm. my dad passed away uh, probably about 18 years ago. Mm-hmm. Olivia is 19 now, and uh, she was just eight months old when he mm-hmm. passed away. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I bet today you just really think about him and his impact on your life and and your ministry and what you are do- who you are today. Yeah, you know, my dad did not go to church, but uh, he made sure that we did. It was one of those, if we didn't go to church, we'd probably be punished or get in trouble. Right. But uh, but our church had a bus ministry, and uh, we became bus kids, me and my sisters. And they took us to church every Sunday, but when we got to church, there was always a group of people, the pastors, the, the all the congregation all took us in. And uh, my dad was still, and my mom still showed up at special times. 
times. I remember once we were on vacation and all four of us were supposed to get baptized and uh, we were worried that we're not going to make it back in time. But dad knew that was important to us. And so uh, on Sunday we were back at church and he was on the front row and he watched us all Mm. get baptized. Oh, what a special time. How old were y'all then? Uh, probably 11, 12. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So you have three sisters? I have seven sisters. Seven sisters. Oh, my. Wow. Come from a big family. Yes, That's a, so a special. lot of girls. Now, did you grow up around here? I grew up in Wiley and graduated from Wiley High School mm-hmm. and uh, was in Wiley all my life until uh, me and Ronnie got married. So you're married to Ronnie Bernard. I am. Mm-hmm. We, we actually went on a mission trip. I was, knew him and knew of him in different places and different settings, and then we went on a mission trip and we got married six weeks later oh wow six weeks <laughs> you just knew it huh? it was time mm-hmm. and y'all have um a beautiful family and um, ronnie's a father so yes. happy father's day to ronnie yes, happy father's day to my husband and he is also a very great a good dad and takes very good care of all of us mm-hmm. that's so so awesome aren't we just so blessed to have our fathers and for those of you who don't have your father living um, just remember, I mean, the Lord is your father. We all have a good, good father who loves each of us. You know, that's, that's very true. And then there's also just so many different male people that God has put in our life. Or, mm-hmm. You know, like I said, our pastors uh, took us in and took us, you know, to every youth activity and was always there to encourage us and, and to keep us involved in church. Mm-hmm. And it's so important to have mentors in mm-hmm. our life. And And you're so right. There's... A lot of people, male figures in our life that that come around and and can be mentors for those of us who don't have a father. But I just want to talk to you a little bit about um, your background. What do you do here in Mount Vernon in this area? Me and Ronnie are both uh, funeral directors at Sandy Harvey Funeral Home, and uh, it is something that we feel called to. It's not just a, a job to us. We feel God has really placed us upon our heart to uh, minister to those that are hurting or to those that have, have had a loss and uh, show up every day for them. Mm-hmm. How did you get into this particular industry and, and be a part of this, what you're doing right now with this, the funeral home? It's such a such a calling. I do agree with you. And Well, I worked for a cardiologist's office for over 30-something years. I was a certified medical coder, and then that job ended. And and right about the time at the secretary job uh, came up at Sandy Harvey, and uh, my husband was already working there and going to school to become a funeral director. And I became a funeral director when I just realized there were just not enough directors in this industry to to help out all of the needs. At time of death, you have to speak to a funeral director. And if if our directors were in the middle of the service or if they were at a cemetery and a family called, they're really only supposed to speak to a director. So I realized there are always a need to have more directors, so I became a, need, a director to, to walk and work beside my husband that no family would ever have to wait and that uh, at any time anybody calls and there's a death that one of us will be able to help them mm-hmm. out. Mm-hmm. We appreciate what both of y'all do. That's, it's a hard, hard time um, when you lose a family member. And we have been there and experienced that a year and a half ago. And I just want to thank you for what you and Ronnie did to help our family. I mean, we couldn't have done it without you. What you do is so vitally important. 
People Thank ask you. us all the time, how do you do it? How do you not get discouraged? And it, the answer is just God. He helps us. Uh, you know, when there's a service, I would say probably the night before, I don't sleep well. I stay awake praying for the family. I stay awake, you know, making sure that every, you know, in your mind, replaying, did we do this? Did we do that? To make sure that there are no details left undone. But more important, I just pray for, you know, throughout the evening and throughout the night, uh, pray for comfort and peace and, and to make sure that we've done everything we can to, to help this family. There's a lot of details with the service, but there's a lot of details with paperwork and anything that we, you know, my my history of working in the medical field or um, doing insurance or life insurance, you know, I can take a lot of the pressure off the family. And that is something that I actually enjoy doing because it's something that I know very well. And, uh, you know, when you're going through a death, that's the last thing you want to be worried about is paperwork and uh, calling all the people and everything that needs to be taken care of. And I can take some of the pressure off the family with that. Well, thank you for doing that. I firsthand know that you do that and you and Ronnie did that do that so well and not only that but you just you're so sweet y'all just have this sweet spirit I just it's a hard time when a family is grieving but just y'all have a way of comforting people did you know that I just when I see y'all I just feel the peace and I know that that comes from God it, it does I mean because it in this type of industry, you would get down or discouraged, you know, because there's times that we've had our own losses. And the first, when we hear of a family member that has a loss, and the first thing that comes to our mind is, I hope they have a good funeral director. We hope that they have somebody that's going to walk them through the process and to help them with everything that they're going to face. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, we have to be filled with the Spirit. We have to, to listen to God. Um, there there's, was a lady one time that was in, our, in the funeral home, and, and she didn't have a loss, but she had some questions. And then just, she, you know, she was beginning to tell me everything that she had been through. And it was a lot. I mean, it was a, a lot of things that she was going through. And, you know, and I, all I said was, God didn't expect you to carry that by yourself. And she began to weep. And um, she said, you, you have no idea. There was a time that I thought, how fast do I have to drive this car to go into a building? Oh. Because of all the pressures and everything that she was going through. And I said, God never expected you to, to carry that by yourself. And I said, there's no way I'm going to let you leave without prayer. And so we, we talked with her and we, we prayed with her and we you know told her, you know, maybe some places that she could get some help and did everything we could to encourage her and go back and check on her as well. So you never know from day to day if it's just going to be a call of a death or if it's going to be somebody that needs your personal help Mm -hmm. uh, of prayer and encouragement. And if you're not walking in the Spirit, if you're not trusting Lord with all these, then then somebody could walk out without getting their need met. Oh, that's a beautiful story. And so you're there for people is what you're saying. Mm -hmm. If someone wants to come in and talk Mm -hmm. about something that's on their heart or pre-planning for for death and, and or what to do, I mean, people have questions, 
you're available to, to we're, answer we're there. their questions and pray with them. Yes, we're there to, to guide them through every, whether it's pre-planning, whether it's, uh, you know, picking everything out for a funeral or if it's time of death, mm-hmm. you know. And there's many times even in the conference room, we, we will ask them, do you mind if we pray with you? And it just depends upon the situation. You know, there's a lot of family dynamics that happen. Mm-hmm. And uh, sometimes things are very easy and sometimes things are very stressful for the family. And we want to be uh, God's hands extended. We want to let the Lord lead us and let us know when that is the right time to to step in and to pray and to encourage somebody. Wow. Well, I think of Psalm 32, verse 7. You are a hiding place for me. You preserve me from trouble. You surround me with shouts of deliverance. And that's what our Lord will do if we will just let Him preserve us and and. Just let him hold us and be near to us, like you said. He's there. He's not far. Mm-hmm. Then we will leave with with shouts of deliverance and feel that freedom. Mm-hmm. So I bet when that woman left, she felt that because you mm-hmm. prayed together, and it's so important to pray. I know that you pray mm-hmm. a lot. You you are a prayer warrior. I know we've prayed together on many occasions. So how important is prayer? Would you tell our folks here? We just want you'd explain why do you think prayer makes a difference well prayer is talking to god prayer is to 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 bring your needs before the lord and if you don't do that i don't know how you would carry any of these situations i don't know how you would make it through life if you're not you know it just says if you were talking to a best friend just as if we're talking today if you're not talking to the lord and conversing with him then you're keeping everything bottled in. The Bible says, bring your cares, bring your needs. You know, God is a good father, and he's waiting to hear from us. He sure is. And you you said that so well. And I know that you'll have many more people coming in. And so it's, it's, it's a sad time, but also it's a time of peace when you just feel God's presence. Mm -hmm. Have you noticed that? Very much so. So let's talk a little bit about scriptures that you rely on you know not only is prayer important in your life and you implement that with your family with your friends with your clients just with people in your church but also reading the word and standing on the word so tell us what is one of your favorite scriptures or chapters the, in the Bible. The one that I'm looking at right now is Psalms 27. I've relied on the scripture many times growing up. It says the Lord is my light and my salvation. Whom shall I fear? The Lord is the strength of my life. Whom shall I be afraid? When the wicked, even my enemies, my foes come upon me to eat my flesh, they shall stumble and fell. And in um, verse 4, it says, One thing have I desired of the Lord that I will seek after, that I may dwell in the house of the Lord all the days of my life. And I think, you know, that brings me a lot. I know it's talking about, you know, being in the house of the Lord and the love for God's home, but it has always checked me on one thing have I desired. What are my desires when it comes to the things of the Lord? You know, is it to to help others? What is what is the one thing I desired of the Lord? You know, is it to bring peace? Is it to bring comfort? And uh, if we don't desire the things of the Lord, then how are we going to grow? And it says, verse 5, it says, For when I'm in 
the time of trouble, he should hide me in his pavilion. And uh, it just goes on. And, of course, verse 14, we hear quoted all the time. Wait on the Lord. Be of good courage, and he shall strengthen thy heart. Wait, I say, on the Lord. And I believe, how are we going to wait on the Lord? Because we desire the things of the Lord. How, how are we going to continue to teach and to uh, lead us into the plain path? Because one thing have I desired, and that's to seek the Lord. Mm-hmm. So how do you seek the Lord, Pam? The Scripture. Uh, just daily commitment and to read in God's Word and let it become fresh and and to realize that anything that we do is not about us. It's about God. Anything, you know, the families we serve, it, it has nothing to do with us. It has to do with the Lord ministering through us and uh, to daily to seek His wisdom and guidance. What are you waiting for now? What are we waiting for? You, specifically. (laughs) Is there something right now you've been praying about or waiting on? And I know we had talked a little bit before. We, I guess, waiting and just trusting the Lord with our adult children. Yes, that's probably the one thing that we're at right now is um, uh, Abigail and Olivia are going to college next year, uh, like moving off a couple hours away. It's not that far, but it's still far for us. We're a very close-knit family, and uh, you you can dedicate your babies to the Lord, and it's not too bad to trust the Lord with them when they're toddlers and when they're infants and things like that. Because they're still living with you. Because you still have control, and you still, Mm -hmm. you know, they're still depending on you for everything and uh but i have heard uh, another lady throughout my life say you know one thing that the lord had told her is to continuously give her adult children to the lord and that's the stage that we're at right now is you know uh as we see that they're going to be leaving us in august is you know we have to pray that everything that we have taught them everything that they have learned in church and everything that they have learned on their own that they will have that relationship with god and and uh, we will continually ask God to, you know, continually to dedicate them and ask God to to watch over them as we give our adult children to the Lord as He prepares them to, to be good adults mm-hmm. and to serve them and to serve Him and to reach out to mm-hmm. Him personally and not just, you know, through us. Mm-hmm. And, and they do have a good relationship with the Lord and they do minister to different mm-hmm. people, but they're going to be there without us. Mm-hmm. And they're going to have to re- learn to rely on the Lord and to uh, seek His wisdom and guidance mm-hmm. in their own life. And just for the day-to-day th- just things of life yes. that maybe y'all have taken care of when they're living yeah. with you. But it is different when they go out and live apart. Yeah. There are little decisions that they have to make. And, and I want to encourage all of you who have children or grandchildren that aren't living with you anymore that are away and you worry about them and you're like, oh, are they making the right decision? You're right. We have to dedicate them to the Lord. Trust the Lord to take care of them. He can do it better than we can, really. He knows everything. He knows what they're going to face. But realizing they're going to make some wrong decisions, possibly. They may have some trouble, but guess what? God is their hiding place. And if they continue to keep God in their life, I mean, they're going to be okay. It's all going to be for, for what God has intended for them to grow their faith. So it is. It's about seeking God, trusting God, and not worrying. Because I tell you I could stay up all night worrying Mm -hmm. and I mean as mothers and fathers we do that we want every little thing to work out but I finally realized just like you have that we just they have to make some of their own decisions and choices and we hope we've taught them (laughs) right 
but they may make a wrong choice. But you know what? God's going to, they're going to grow through that and God's going to help them through those, through those things. And we just keep praying for them. That's the best (laughs) advice. We just keep praying for them and encouraging their, them to continue seeking the Lord. I love this scripture about waiting. It's interesting how you and I came here not knowing what each other was going to say as far as scriptures. And this is the one that I've found today. It's from Psalms 130, verse 5. I wait for the Lord. My soul waits. Mm. And in His Word, I hope. Mm. There's so much in this Word for us. And God's going to work things out for our adult children, for us, and just the way that He's intended. And we may not understand. So what do you do when you don't understand? We wait. Right. <laughs> we wait. We put it all into practice. We, we, we know that God is with us. We, we pray. We continuously seek the Lord. And we, and we lean on the scripture a lot that says, you know, the peace that passes our understanding when we don't always understand. But, you know, our girls will have to, fi- will have to, to realize and to seek the Lord and to know that He is their good Father. You know, just like Ronnie is taking care of them, they do have a personal relationship with the Lord, but they will learn to trust Him in a new way. Mm -hmm. They will learn to trust Him in in a different way. And they will learn that when there is, you know, when they need to repent or when something happens, that God is there for them and that uh, He's waiting for them with, you know, loving arms Mm -hmm. and and Scripture and uh, to know that that He's going to carry them through this. Definitely, definitely. And it's hard to let them go. It's hard to let them make their decisions. But again, it's a good thing. It is. And God wants us to just be confident knowing that it's all going to work out. You know, that scripture, train them up Mm -hmm. in the way they should go. And when they are old, they will not depart from it. And Pam, you've done a wonderful job Mm -hmm. of that. I happen to know your daughters very well. And I just see that, that you and Ronnie have done an excellent job raising them in the Lord. So, Well, they definitely make us proud. They have a, they have a servant's heart, mm-hmm. and uh, they're not shy about jumping in where something needs to be done. Or I know they're all volunteering for a VBS and um, going to be helping with that. And uh, But even upon that, we want to make sure their personal relationship with God is strong. Right. You know, you can be busy about doing busy work, but yet you still have to make sure that you're you have a personal relationship with God and and not just doing works and that is something that we have you know tried to go over with them good good point because works are great serving is great but it's about the relationship and your faith and and that must come first you know and it can't just all be about well I did this I did this I did this those things are good but God wants us mm-hmm. he wants that personal relationship and and so how do you grow that relationship again? You seek God. You seek God. everything through the Word, through prayer. Are you involved in a Bible study? Right I just now? finished a uh, going through the Bible in the New Testament with a uh, actually it was one of our funeral home uh, families that had put it on Facebook and I joined her oh. and we just went through the whole entire New Testament you know through the uh, Bible app 
and so that was really good and uh, so I haven't started a new one back up yet but uh, there's so many different avenues and so many there's a lot of easy access to do Bible mm-hmm. studies now mm-hmm. and so uh, I know me and my husband have one going and we hope to keep one going with our kids where where we can do it through the Bible app and everybody mm-hmm. reading the same thing and commenting and on how mm-hmm. it uh, meant to how it meant uh, for them and how uh, how to apply the Word of God mm-hmm. to them yeah the Bible app that I use is called you version yes. you version and they have a lot of Bible plans on there that you can do, like devotional. So if you're out there and you're listening, you're like, well, I don't know where to start. Try there. And you just search topics, and or you can search concepts or um, names of people or whatever, and it'll pop up different Bible apps. Or you can just read. Every day they have a scripture that pops up that you can read or there's a lot of different devotionals. If you search on Amazon, you can find some. But that's a good way to start. And then what I've done, I can't believe you just said you went through the New Testament. So did me and my husband. We both did that and together. And we just started in Matthew and just worked away. In fact, we're finishing Revelation right now. And then I'm kind of like, where do I want to go now? I mean, kind of yeah. seeking God on it. Where you know, I think the one I think the one that we did was chronological order. Okay. So that was uh, neat to do, and uh, and when you also when you're on the Bible app, you can see different friends that have downloaded it That's as true. well, yeah. and so maybe you can invite a friend to to do the Bible study with you. Mm-hmm. That's good. And you can fast. always start with short ones. I mean, sometimes right. they have some. It's four or five days, you know, and yes, you can kind of like you can kind of figure mm-hmm. out how it all works, and then you can uh, go into one that's a lot longer. Right, and you can do it with friends or by yourself. Or it's it's really neat. I like that they have that Bible up. Again, it's U Y O U version, and you can just download that. It looks like a little Bible. holy Bible icon on your app is what it looks like. So you're in the Bible every day. You're praying. You're um, helping people by serving. Are you fulfilled? Do you feel like? Yes, I would say so. Joy. I mean, any joy, definitely. Anytime you're you are at peace with what you're doing, if you have the Lord in you and you and you know that you're letting the Lord work through you, then you definitely have peace. Mm-hmm. But do you ever have problems? Yeah, we all have problems. But when we do have problems, mm-hmm. we're going to go back to wait on the Lord, be of good courage, and He's going to strengthen us, and He's going to He's going to give us the words that we need. And uh, we all have problems. We all have things that come up. There's things in the funeral home that come up. There's things at home that come up. And uh, we're going to seek the Lord when those mm-hmm. things come up. Exactly. Peace is not the absence of problems, mm-hmm. but the presence of Christ. Yes. So it sounds like when you encounter problems, you draw more to Christ. Let Him be your hiding place. Definitely. If there's a problem, there's only one person I know to, that can fix it. We're going to go to the Lord and ask for mm-hmm. wisdom. Exactly. He's the answer to every question and every problem. I've seen billboards lately. I love when I see that. You know, Jesus is the answer to all our problems, or Jesus is the answer. He is the way, the truth, and the life. These things are true, mm-hmm. and, and you've seen it personally in your life. Mm-hmm. So is there one thing that stands out to you about your walk with God that you want to share? If someone maybe doesn't know Christ mm-hmm. or doesn't have that personal relationship, what would you tell them right now sitting here on Father's Day? 
I would tell them that they can have that peace, that they can have that answer. And uh, the Lord says to to believe that he died on the cross and that he rose again. And uh, it's just simple faith. And it's repentance. And he will come into your heart. And there will be a lot of people to surround you and to help you with, with your walk with him. And, uh, you know, Jill, this year my goal has been just Every day, I think it's even on my Facebook uh, bulletin uh, background, and it says, you know, just lead me. As my feet hit the floor, Lord, lead me daily. Lead me to the ones that need you. And uh, But if somebody does not know the Lord, we can definitely help them with that. Mm-hmm. And again, where is your funeral home located? Will you tell us the name and, and where you're located? Yes, we are located uh, from right from downtown Mount Vernon. Uh, when you get to the courthouse, you go down the hill, and we're right there, 409 North Kaufman Street. And it's been in Mount Vernon for many years. And the name? Sambi Harvey Funeral Home. Okay. Well, Pam, I just thank you so much for sharing today. I know there's somebody that needed to hear what you said. And I just appreciate your heart and your faith and how you love the Lord. It's just so amazing. Like I said, when I see you, I feel that peace. And so thank you for sharing that peace, for being a peacemaker. So would you like to close us in prayer? Lord, we are thankful that you are our Father. Lord, and that we can come to you daily with our needs and our praises. Mm-hmm. Lord, with it being this Father's Day, there's someone that has just had a loss, mm-hmm. that has just lost a husband, or they have lost their father. God, we ask that you would bring that peace to them. God, that you would surround them in a way that only you can. God, we ask that your spirit would warm them and that they would know that your presence is with them. God, if there's someone that does not know you in a personal way, God, we ask that you would reach deep into their soul, God, that you would speak to their heart, and that, God, that you would let them know that you love them and that you care for them and that you died for their sins. Lord, we are so thankful that on this Father's Day, God, that we know you personally and that, God, that we know that we can, whatever our troubles may be, that we can bring them to you and you will help us. Lord, we pray that we would learn to continuously seek your face. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Thank you for listening to Real Life, Real People Radio. If you would like to hear more episodes, simply search Real Life, Real People Radio on Apple, Google, and Podbean Podcasts. And remember, every day will be a good day when you get real with God. Real Life, Real People Radio, copyrighted 2023. All rights reserved. Yeah.